Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city, or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far. Right, path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. Stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December seventh, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Seda. And we hate movies. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled one good scare. Sometimes, that is better. Zombies have entered the building. They're at the door. They're coming in. It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. He's sick fucks using one too many movies. Not don't you blame the movies! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos for creators! What the fuck are you in the an excellent day for an exorcism. Hello everyone, welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Welcome to what is the final episode of the 2015 Halloween Spooktacular. This week... We're venturing back to King Country. It's 1996's Thinner, directed by Tom Holland. I think we're back in Bachman Lake, actually. This is a Bachman. <laughs> it, was, it was a Richard Bachman movie, uh, book. Oh, really? This was the last one that he got published before someone blew the whistle on Bachman. <laughs> which, like, this scene... I, I was always under the impression that Bachman was more sci-fi than mm-hmm. not. And this is clearly, like, eerie, paranormal fairy tale nonsense. Well, maybe this movie just hated women so much. He's like, you know what? It's a Bachman. I, I just can't be. <laughs> d- 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 it's got to be a Bachman. All the, all the things about the Romani and the women and the fat people. It did it, 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 it Bachman it. Yeah, yeah I, think, <laughs> I think that was It's when Stephen happened. King's trying to avoid letters. <laughs> d- d- b- d- uh, 
Then I hit that guy. I'm going to leave a note as Richard Bachman. <laughs> but I hit that car. Ooh. Sorry, Richard Bachman hit your car. The weird story about Richard Bachman that's kind of funny is that um, the picture on the book jackets was like a picture of his agent's mm-hmm. like lawn guy or something or plumber or some nonsense. I, I hope you got a big check for that. I'm sure they paid. Well, you got to pay for the silence too, right? Maybe they killed him. That'd be a good like Stephen King type of story. <laughs> First, I'm gonna use your picture for my gnome de plume. Then we're gonna murder you, clickety clack. Looks like Richard Bachman killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my face. <laughs> I didn't get you pregnant. Richard Bachman got you pregnant. <laughs> I did not pay these taxes. Richard Bachman didn't pay these taxes. Oh, man. So this is the movie, of course, where uh, a fat guy gets a Romany curse put on him, uh, and he starts thinning out. And by the way, from the clue from last week, I mean, we have been making the thin air joke for, like, so long, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, and this is a classic case of memories just playing pranks on you. I remembered it as the old woman doing the thin air. Oh, really? No, I always, I always remembered this old man. He kind of looks like Tom Wilkinson <laughs> with <laughs> this you, long white hair. Do you know who this dude is, though? He, he's uh, my big fat Greek yeah, dad. Yeah, he's the dad. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel, the unofficial sequel. <laughs> he's my big fat Greek wedding's big fat Greek dad. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Man, that's a TV show that the entire series fits on one DVD. <laughs> My big fat Greek life. My big wow. fat Greek mistake, man. That, that oh, fucking... That, that's about the financial crisis, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think that's like a, a thrown away joke from The Daily Show. Like a Daily Show graphic. They yeah. were like, nah, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, that, but you I, know what? I, on I We it Hate Movies, dumpster. it's gold. Another man's, uh, one man's trash is another man's treasure, Eric. Uh, a note about the episode. Um, yeah. There is going to be some talk about, <laughs> we like to say Romani here at We Hate Movies. Yeah. We Richard Bachman <laughs> does not like to say Romani. No. He likes to use the old word gypsy. And yep. It's, and ju- I mean, this movie is rotten with it. Not saying it in the, one talking about this movie is like talking about Star Wars and not saying Jedi. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's everywhere. I think if you did a word count on this screenplay, your computer would blow up. <laughs> like, how many times do they say it in this in this screenplay? Final draft. <laughs> the computer just fizzles out. Oh, uh, let me try a second one. The word "bitch," man. This, I mean, this is an angry ass movie. Mm-hmm. He again just has a bone to pick with certain people, and I mean, he's never been great with handling women in his work no. and i mean this is like a prime example every woman's a bitch you're either an old bitch a fat bitch <laughs> a bitch bitch it's outrageous a and half lizard bitch <laughs> oh, no that's a, it's a easy guy you get the double the gypsy yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah oh mm-hmm. left right and whatever man yeah. i don't want to say those two together <laughs> richard should... <laughs> richard bachman might emerge <laughs> I'm not racist against the Romanis. That was a Bachman. He's got a real axe to grind. Jeez, who would ever think to buy his books? It's just a <laughs> bunch of hate speech. <laughs> so the fat guy, Richard, Stephen King voted for Obama, but Richard Bachman voted for McCain. <laughs> Let's just say Richard Bachman really liked what McCain was going to do for his tax situation. <laughs> Uh, so the fat guy is played by Robert John Burke. 
you guys probably know him ma- mainly from SVU. He plays the IAB uh, douchebag who's always giving Marishka and company uh, trouble. Oh yeah, whenever they uh, do like murder people yeah. in, the, in the open street, and he's like, "Hey, that's maybe not a good idea." Or when uh, Danny Pino's character used to come in and just beat the shit out of people left and right. Yeah, yeah he'd come in and be like, "You know, there's a real problem down here at your precinct, Olivia." <laughs> Uh, so it's him. He also famously, he was the second person ever to play RoboCop. He, uh, in uh, RoboCop 3. RoboCop 3, the one where he flies. And, and we'll just say we're all Purchase College alums here. Robert John Burke, Purchase College alum, represent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Actually, my favorite performance of his is in Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Yes. Small role. He's a guy that's like yelling at the people not to curse on the TV show. And oh, stuff. is that him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So, and it's a long drive, just you and me. <laughs> He's a heavy, which, you know, yeah. it's, it's a, I mean, it, no pun intended in this movie, <laughs> yeah. but like he's a great heavy, like a great dark dude to have in your movie or television show. Yeah. And you know, it's nice to have a SUNY Purchase alum that actually went to the college. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Wesley Snipes. Oh, no, no. I mean, Steve Ren is easy or whatever that guy. Oh, jeez, oh, right. That guy. You know, here's the thing. You lie about being in 9-11. Okay. That sucks. But why would you lie about going to a state sponsored <laughs> art college? What in the shit is wrong with you? Yeah. What the fuck? It's not exactly Juilliard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, look, we had a great four years there. We Hate Movies would not exist without Purchase College. But why on earth would anybody lie that they went there? And you know, as a SUNY Purchase survivor, <laughs> I'm very offended by So this. am I. <laughs> Because here's the thing. You go to Purchase, man. You come out of there alive. You're Purchase. You're Purchase for life. Mm -hmm. Fuck you for lying about being Purchase, you piece of shit. I don't watch that show anyway, but what an asshole. And the 9-11 thing is also reprehensible. But fuck you about lying about Purchase. Also, who could possibly care? (laughs) How could that ever help you? How in the world does that move your status as a struggling actor at the time? Or whatever. Yeah. Well, maybe it was a thing where they... (laughs) There is a thing where they're like, my God, Purchase alum and 9-11 survivor. Cast him. Cast him. What a horrible life he's had. <laughs> Apparently lived on the streets till he was seven. <laughs> Just uh, took a little, a little bit from Oliver Twist there. Put that in the old bio. <laughs> I stole from Oliver Twist. What else is fake, right? Yeah. What that's else the thing. is fake? Mm-hmm. He might not even be real. He might not even be Italian. I really doubt he doesn't look it. Yeah, he might be Romani. I think we need to do a paternity test on this fella. <laughs> to determine whether or not he's <laughs> Italian. <laughs> to see if that father was Italian. Oh, I see. Uh, we do that um, Ancestry.com thing, 99 bucks. They'll tell you where you're from. Uh-huh. Every drop of blood in you, they'll tell you where it's from. I did. My brother did it, and it turns out we're from the dumpster. <laughs> So this movie starts off, uh, this guy's a lawyer. He's a, well, By the way, we're back in devil's advocate territory. Yep. He's a scuzzy defense attorney. Because those people don't, no one in this country deserves to be defended, just in case you're wondering. Nope, none at all. So he like, he's looking out the window. He sees like, you know, the caravan of folks coming in. It's like entertainers. They're there to put on a circus, basically. We're not in Maine, right? Because we're in Connecticut. It's which set is very, in Connecticut. Very yeah. strange. For but it, it's shot in Maine, I think I read. Yeah, uh, it's shot on location in Maine, but we're setting it in Connecticut. How could Why? I have written it? It's, written, it's set in Connecticut. <laughs> it's Telltale Bachman set in Connecticut. Was the running man set in Connecticut? <laughs> oh, New Haven's gone really downhill. <laughs> Well, no, there's a bunch of, uh, where's the town in Connecticut where there's a bunch of TV things like ESPN, WWE, like they're all in one 
Stanford, maybe? Yeah, Stanford. Yeah. Maybe that's what there's a TV station I, in Running Man. Yeah. Maybe I, it's there. I think it is. I think we cracked it. Hey, that, you know what, Eric? Case closed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's what's what's the trial? Oh, it's a mafioso. Yeah, he's like the beginning of the the movie. He's sitting around the table with his wife and his daughter. And oh, like, this daughter, by the way, what an annoying presence. Well, they're both doing like what is kryptonite to me, which is bad uh, Vito Corleone impressions. Oh, oh, absolutely. And it's just like the the worst Brando you'll ever Brando your life because like the the wife is like, I can't believe you're representing this scum sucking mobster. Mm-hmm. By the way, you know whatever they miss. Mr. Mafia or whatever they Ginelli. call him. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 no, it's literally... And that's yeah. like the most like uh, overused Italian name you'll see in movies. Whenever there's a mafia, I don't know, Ginelli or whatever the fuck. It's like... I think it's honestly a toss-up between Ginelli and Gennaro. <laughs> oh, yeah, Gennaro. Those are the two. So it's Ginelli in this movie, played by Chaz Palminteri. No. Played by Joe Mantegna. I always mix them two up. <laughs> I never won't mix up Chaz Ma- Palminteri and Joe Mantegna. One's, wow. fat, one's Fat Tony and one isn't. I know. And so Joe Montana is Fat Tony. Fat yes. Tony is in this movie. Yes. You know, they killed him off on The Simpsons. Oh, Speaking of who could possibly care. Exactly. Moving on. I uh, really, I did not know that. Yeah, he's dead. He had a heart attack or something. Oh, whatever. Well, it's just like the the idea of killing off characters on that show is just dumb. Mm-hmm. Remember Maud Flanders? Like, yeah, and how, how is it that Homer never got sent up on like involuntary manslaughter charges? That's his fault that yep. she's dead. They should have at least had a, like a courtroom episode. Yeah, because he shot her with a t-shirt gun and she fell off the bleachers and died. No, he ducked. They were shooting Oh, he t-shirt ducked? Guns. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He's the one that ducks. And then... Oh, I was... Re- See, the phony memories again, man. It's yeah. weird. But we know from that, what, Lollapalooza episode that he could take a cannonball to the gut. Exactly. So why did... Ducking was a bogus move, man. Does it... Now that I'm remembering it, though, isn't the gag like he spots something? Yeah, like a penny or something. Yeah, like, ooh. A Dorito and Ben's we, we over. We should uh, make a like remembering the Simpsons podcast <laughs> where we try to piece together an episode. So yeah, so Gennaro, Joe Montana, Janelli. Oh, Janelli. So <laughs> see, he's on trial for being in the mafia. <laughs> yeah, they got him. Uh, <laughs> and it's a classic case of like. Robert John Burke's character has convinced this dude to like come in and he's gonna testify. Yeah. But it's it's that surprise testimonial where he's like convinced the dude to lie on the stand, you know. Oh, I didn't you know, it wasn't him, it was whoever else. Well no, he he says like, have you his name is whatever the hell the guy's name is, and he's like you're you know, Mr. Janelli here is being uh, accused of putting a contract out on your life. Could you let me know if anyone else has ever put a contract out on your life? And he's like <laughs> Uh, yeah, my wife. And it's like this weird thing where this guy's had multiple contracts put on his life. Is that why Joe Montaigne gets off? Yes, because everyone's because, like, well, everyone's because like, everybody, everybody wants this guy dead. So therefore it's okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, the whole town wants you dead. Also, what is this Italian mobster doing in this sleepy Connecticut town? <laughs> Don't, not much. <laughs> As we see later in the movie, he's not doing much in the way of the town. Like, who are you shaking down? The fucking farmers market, like what? <laughs> That's what it must be. He's a really low timer, I think. Like seriously, he's, he's big time for the area. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we cut to them like celebrating on this boat, yeah, or whatever. And then you know, here's here's <laughs> our our hero just wolfing down. Of course, it's pasta. Yeah, he's eating like a pot of pasta on a boat. By the way, throw up city. <laughs> that is not boat food. <laughs> no, it's not. 
I don't think anyone before or since has eaten pasta on a boat. It's just this guy doing it in this movie. And I did. I was getting seasick. And I, I'm very good on boats, but that was disgusting. It's hot dogs or nothing else. Really, it's just... But like, that's it? Just hot dogs? That's your only boat food? They have, I guess they had to do like stereotypical Italian food. Yeah, sure, sure, I sure. Mean, right. Do sausage and peppers on a roll, man. Yeah, a chicken parm sandwich? Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. Oh, now I'm getting hungry. Uh, but they do an annoying thing in this scene or around this scene, and the, the character pops up like one other time. Joe Montana's got like his mama who's uh-huh. with him, yeah. and it's a woman who looks exactly like Martin Scorsese's mother, who like had the cameo in Goodfellas yeah. and several other Martin Scorsese movies. And it's like, Mama, get over it. And I'm like, Why are we doing this? The weird thing is, though, there's no other mafia. He is Joe Montana is the mafia in this movie. I am the mafia. <laughs> and the best, and this is like something that I've always wanted. Which is to get in good with the mob boss. And he's like, hey, man, I owe you one. And I'm like, ooh, man, that's that's good living right there. And that's what this is. It's like, you got me off. And now we are going to be best friends forever. (laughs) And Robert John Burke's like, whatever, let's keep this pasta coming. In his ridiculous fat suit. Right. It's such a fat suit, man. It looks so, so fake. (laughs) It really does. That's the thing is this movie is hilarious from start to finish. (laughs) It is. is It's a knee slapper. (laughs) And I mean, before he goes out to his pasta cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, he no waits. one would buy a ticket. Dude, he, he hops on yeah. the SS Olive Garden. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of disgusting. <laughs> uh, he weighs himself. Oh, right. And it's he get, he, he's up to 300 pounds or whatever. And he's just like, oh, <laughs> whoopsie <laughs> daisy. Well, the best thing, the, the, he's got, and, you know, uh, when he when he notices the Romani, so he, got, he gets him off, and then, like, the next day he goes to his office, which is right near the courthouse, and the Romani ca- caravan's coming in, and right. he's he's got what I would like to call a walking bag of Doritos, you know what I mean? Like he's just, It's yeah. the bag of Doritos that gets him from the office to the car, where there is another <laughs> bag of Doritos known as the car Doritos. And look, I've been there, you know what I mean? You just, oh, yeah. You got yeah. an afternoon. You know, we're not, we're not. You know, we're going to talk about Romanis and fat guys, but, you know, we've all walked a mile in those fat guy shoes. <laughs> oh, we absolutely. Say, we can say fat guy. Full disclosure, on the drive home to record this episode, I had to get gas. I also bought a bag of jerky and ate it in the car. <laughs> it was a small hundred calorie bag, but it was a bag of gas station jerky. Okay. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. So, you know what? Permit for the fat jokes acquired. <laughs> You rented it. <laughs> but so he's just walking around with this bag of Doritos and he goes to the judge and he's like, ah, oh, what's their problem? And he's like, nom, nom, nom. And this is when the, ju- the, the judge is the most racist character of all, says. I swear to God, I thought you see what's going on here. We've been invaded by a bunch of healthy, seething gypsies. I don't know, judge. They kind of bring a little fun with them. They bring disease, crime, and prostitution. What kind of fun is that? As if this dude has experienced this thing like once every summer, these people come through town. No, they don't (laughs) repeat locations. And first of all, a roaming band of this circus-style Romani people... They're not going around America that much. I you don't see them that often. No, right? no, no, you don't. As a kid, I was convinced they were out there, though. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a true life story. Now you know. I, I actually I grew up uh, in Bangor, Maine. <laughs> might as well. Middle of nowhere, dirt road. Can't see your neighbors. 
Several, Sounds like fucking paradise. Several generations of a family under one roof. People dating back to the 1800s, all right? Holy uh, Toledo. Yeah. Yeah, they lived long and they died hard. <laughs> but <laughs> now I'm just picturing, like, you send the elderly members of the Siska clan yeah. out into the woods to fight wolves. And if you're too old, <laughs> the wolf wins. And that's nature. I'll tell you what, my great-grandmother, with her babushka and all, was... Double the man I am. <laughs> man, I wish I had some sipping whiskey for this story. Oh, yeah. This is a pull up a stool. So <laughs> to try to get me to behave as a child. Uh-huh. Were you a real rambunctious youth? A little bit, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I little, run around, cause some heck. <laughs> so they used to threaten me by, like, if you don't behave, we are going to sell you to the gypsies. Oh, man. I know. This is a terrible thing, and I don't condone that message. <laughs> but I would actually have dreams of, like, picturing them coming down the road to get me, you know? <laughs> Do they look like the thinner Romani? Yeah, they were... Y- you know, yeah, yeah. Right. You're stereotypical. I mean, yeah, Right. Yeah. I actually, in my visions, I saw a guy with a tambourine. I don't know why. <laughs> were you too afraid to see this movie as a kid? No. I, here's the thing. is, I then, after that, I saw this as a kid, and I think it influenced those nightmares. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. You're sure. the only person to be scared by this movie, I think, is the idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got one, Richard Bachman. <laughs> Walk into my spider's web, Eric. So he goes out for a cell. You know, th- that that seed is, is planted. Also, uh, we get introduced to uh, the main Romani's daughter or granddaughter, uh, Carrie Wurr of Sliders fame, by the way. She was in Sliders. I believe she's in that, that movie that I remember being good, but possibly not. Uh, I think she's in it. The Sultan Sea with oh, the uh, Salton sea. with uh, Kilmer. Is she in that movie? I don't remember. Uh, she's done a lot of like bad sci-fi and yeah. stuff too. Sliders, <laughs> uh, like um, so. She comes in later. Uh, he goes out to a celebratory dinner with his wife, and like his wife's like got this like computer Excel program where she's tracking his weight. Oh, like, on her big boxy laptop, by the way, it's great '90s nostalgia. Just the old lady's busted his hump to you know get him down from three hundred pounds. Well, let me say this. Uh, Here's how you know it's probably a good idea to really buckle down and start losing some weight. When literally everyone you encounter in your day-to-day activities, whether it's your boss, a judge in a town, your wife, a mafia hitman, okay, any of these people are constantly joking and remarking about how much you eat. Every scene of this movie is based like if you boiled it down in Google Translate, it stopped being a fat pig. Well, the thing is, all, everywhere, all these people are probably getting Dorita dust in their face. <laughs> well, Honey, do you know how much furniture you ruin with all this Dorita dust? He's just breathing Cool Ranch. <laughs> now, he goes both ways, man. Cool Ranch and Nacho Cheesier. Oh, and that's where you just know like the, me. That's where you know there's a problem, though. I feel like if you can settle on one of the two major Dorito flavors, sure. and I'm not talking about, you know, Thai chili and all those delicious, you know, bonus Doritos we have after <laughs> what Y2K. We, what we call bonus Doritos. <laughs> By the way, if, if someone from this corporation's listening, please sponsor the oh show. Oh, my God. Send yeah. us Doritos. Get we'll in talk contact more with Sideshow. Doritos, we will plug you till the kingdom come. But the main two Doritos, Nacho Cheese and Cool Ranch. Yes. Okay. There was a time where you just could choose one, yep. and that meant you were in control. <laughs> if you went both ways with the Doritos, 
you had a problem with eating Doritos. Me, I was a cool ranch guy. Didn't go near the nacho cheese. No, the nacho it cheese tasted like puke to me. Time, yeah. Really? Oh, and, but, yeah. but did you swing also cool ranch? Yeah, I had a little bit of a problem. <laughs> I was a little bi-curious, too. <laughs> yes. That's the problem with contemporary Doritos, man. There's just too many delicious options. Um, but <laughs> the other thing, it's, we're in baby cakes country here, too, because... Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't eat like an overweight person. He eats like a thin person trying to convey what an overweight person might might do. Yeah. Right, because he's like, he's like comically eating. Like, <laughs> like, there's no way that someone who's heavy could just eat controlled, measured bites. It has to be <laughs> yeah. like everything. He's eating like Slimer this whole fucking time. <laughs> He's eating. Well, listen, he's got four hot dogs in his hand, three are hit in his mouth, and one's fallen to the floor, and he doesn't even notice. That yes. is what you call Slimer eating. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the Rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. But they're at this dinner, and it's, it's, it's of course a thing, too, because they're like, 
like mildly high up in society yeah. kind of a thing. No, he's and it's doing well. He's a, you know, you know, the journey. boss is like, remember dinner at the club tonight? As far as I can tell from this exterior uh, establishing shot, the club is just a barn that they converted into a restaurant. <laughs> That's New England for you, I guess. Uh, I think that might be like a, a clan club or something. <laughs> I mean, well, there's all white people there, so you never mm, know. Talking a lot of smack about the you-know-whats. But the- <laughs> But this, the Romani. But this is, I mean, this would be humiliating for anybody. And this is what I don't understand, is this guy just, he either doesn't hear it yeah. or he hears it and he doesn't care. But, like, they just finish up this dinner and you can tell it's a thing where the other three people, is just two couples at the table. The other three people have finished eating long ago. <laughs> and he's just getting every little morsel of food off that table. And then this hilariously large dessert truck comes around. And the guy's like... Look out there, Tubby. No. And the wife stands up and she's like, no, no, no. We have to get out of here. No, come on. Get up. Let's go. Let's go. And I'm just like, oh, my God, that's humiliating. I can't yes. imagine if I was at a table and my wife was like, Andrew, get up. Don't look at the don't look at the dessert cart. Just keep walking. Don't look back. I would be fucking humiliated. And he's just laughing. He doesn't care because he knows that's what he wants. It's, that's it. He's it's, an animal. It's it's like I, 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 I envy him. <laughs> And I'm, like, embarrassed and sad for him. It's unbelievable. One thing that's weird about this movie that they don't get into is, was he always this big? Was he always a big guy? Was he, like, skinny in college? Or I don't was know. Or like, a thing where, like, they, maybe his mom died and this is how he's coping? Like, who knows? Right. They never get into that. Yeah. That's I mean, a characterization I, you might want. I just assumed <laughs> that he was always a little chubby. And then recently he's gone really off the deep end for the past couple years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's become a problem. Well, maybe it's because ever since he took on the mafia as a client, you know, that's a very stressful gig. That's a lot of garlic bread. <laughs> yeah, you're carbo-loading, man. Oh, you think he's getting paid in pasta? <laughs> I do. They're like, I do. Billy, you gotta stop working pro-foodo, okay? Come on. <laughs> So his wife, they're driving back from this nice little dinner. And oh, this, here we go. And classic she, Bachman coming up. Yeah, classic Bachman in quotation marks. <laughs> we see who's pulling the strings there, Stephen King. <laughs> pulling uh, something. And, you know, his wife's like, do you think about food all the time? And he's like, yeah, I do. I love food. And she's like, well, maybe I'll make you think about something else. And she starts, like, fiddling down there. And oh, it yeah. turns into a... Uh, a, a distracted driving situation. Uh, all right. It's a roadhead situation. Yeah, sure. He is being filleted while driving a car. And now, can I just jump in for the, with the first time I saw this movie? Uh-huh. Uh, I was uh-huh. Uh, friends with a kid in grade school whose mother was very liberal about what we got at the video store. Sure. Uh, and, but it was always a group watching experience. What, like, was she, oh. what was her uh, Dorito policy? Is she all right with it? Or <laughs> did she I just know. pick one flavor? Or I don't she... know what the Dorito policy was, but we ate a lot of pizza at that house. <laughs> And it was as many pieces of pizza as I wanted. Hey, that ain't bad. It was one of those, like, it's a converted basement where the kids hung out. Suburbia kind of a thing. So we were just watching movies, man. Mm. So I remember we rented this movie and watching Thinner. And it's like, you know, whatever. It's Thinner. It's not that great. Even as, like, a kid, I was (laughs) like, this is kind of boring. This this is the guy that did The Shining, right? Why is this stupid? You know, as, like, a dumb kid. And, uh... So all of a sudden, this dude starts getting blown. And, dude, classic move. The mom just goes, I don't think so. (laughs) Fast forwards. I didn't even know there was a car accident. (laughs) She missed the whole thing because she was fast forwarding over the blowjob. Well, the thing is, she should have realized this is a Bachman job, but this is a crucial scene to the film. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, this is like when you're laying out your screenplay, right? Like, oh, minute 27, <laughs> got to get that blowjob in. <laughs> yes. It's well, a turning point of the film. Oh in Robert God. McKee's big book. It's you're t- <laughs> save the cat, man. It's save the, you know. <laughs> save the crotch. <laughs> and it's like she stops and she comes up for air and is like, do you like this? Do you like this more than hot dogs? And he's like, just, uh, just keep going. And it's like back down for more. And it's like. I shouldn't have to watch this for this long. No. And it goes on. The best cut of the movie is cut from Roadhead right to Stephen King. You know why? Because it's brought to you by. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. So Bachman himself has opted to be in this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, credited as Stephen King. Playing Mr. Bangor, by the way. Did yeah. you read the trivia for this movie? Uh, but you know why he's playing Mr. Bangor? Why is that? Because Stephen King lives in Bangor, Maine. Oh, how about that? What a useful piece of trivia. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, he's playing like a pharmacist and like an elderly couple from the Romani family come in to get like some sort of prescription filled or something. And this woman is like, uh, Papa, I'm going to go get something from the car or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. She walks outside. This elderly, like she's in her 70s or whatever. Yeah. I mean, well, they say she's in her yeah. 70s. She looks like a zombie because that's what we're doing <laughs> with the makeup in this movie. Sure. And, you know, here comes, you know, jolly old fat guy getting his knob polished and, I mean, runs over this woman. Like, hardcore, you know, Gallagher watermelon situation. It's pretty funny. Driving (laughs) while getting oral sex is worse than drinking seven whiskeys. (laughs) Getting oral sex is distracted driving. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? Is that Werner Herzog? Okay. (laughs) I thought you were doing the uh, cursor. No, it, it'll open the door for all sorts of curses <laughs> if you just if you're texting while driving, if you're drinking while driving, if you're getting oral sex while driving. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> no, he's not. Driving with a bear in your back seat is also very dangerous, especially when doing so around the mouth of a volcano. <laughs> I can't remember the name of that short, but uh, it's the one where he goes to like a volcano that it's about to erupt, and all these people like refuse to leave the village because it's their home. It's a fantastic movie. That was what I was referencing with my lame driving around the mouth of a volcano joke. So Very anyway, good. this woman's dead. Oh man. yeah, she gets punted. D O A. And so like the the dude runs out, and it's like uh, he's the father, you know, and he's like, freaking out and whatnot. Cut to. We're having like a trial, but it's not a trial yeah. because there's just a bunch of scumbags in this town. Like this dude should be getting sent down the river, and yes. it's not happening. Well, well it's it's New England. <laughs> you know they yeah they got a problem with. Some... We're uh, gonna have to enact our uh, Teddy Kennedy policy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Whatever, dude. That guy's a murderer. Oh, he's a murderer. I'll say, and I hope he hears it right down in hell. You, you hear that, Teddy? <laughs> Hell of a legislator, though. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I mean, that's the problem. Did a lot of good. Killed that girl. I was a lion on the bench and behind the wheel. <laughs> well, behind the wheel, I was like a reckless blind lion. <laughs> uh. And I, But it's, like a, it's a finding, really. It's not a trial. They're like, oh, you know, we just want to see if there's enough evidence to prosecute. And both uh, the pharmacist doesn't see shit. One more... Well, Stephen King dialogue. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, he testifies. He testifies that, like, oh, you saw them run out of the store, right, towards the road. And, and Stephen King's like, yeah, 
they were stealing. <laughs> yep. Because I, but they weren't, right? No, they were not. Everyone in this movie's got a fucking agenda against Why these people. Doctor Bangor deserves a curse. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that this is more like that was an improvised line. He had the Bachman going in his brain. He's like, I can get these guys one more time. <laughs> yeah, they were stealing in my store. They cut. Tom Holland calls cut. And he's like, Sorry, Tom. I don't know what came over me. <laughs> Sounds like a keeper, though. <laughs> But actually, Eric, you're right, though, because the whole thing is this dude goes around and puts curses on everyone who's responsible for the death of his daughter. So it's it's a whatever his name is, Billy, Billy, whatever, driving the car. Uh, And then the judge who's like, yeah, that's cool. And then the guy who was what's his face on Seinfeld. Yeah, Kruger. What? This is what I wasn't able to figure out. What is that dude's. Involvement in this? Oh, he kicked him out of the town. Well, yeah, he's also he's also the cop, and he he says. Oh, he was on the scene. Yeah, he testifies that he gave Billy a breathalyzer test and oh. that he wasn't drinking. Oh, I see. But he actually didn't give him a test whatsoever. Yeah. Right. Even though he actually wasn't drinking, it's just to help get the case wrapped up, I guess. Right. But so then, you're right though, Doctor Bangor, oh, Stephen yeah. King should be also getting a curse put on him. Oh, that'd be great. Maybe it's that lizard that uh, that uh, thing that happens in Creepshow and he turns into a tree or whatever the hell. Meteor. <laughs> yes. Or you just walk up to Stephen King and touch his face and go, Bachman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jody Varick, you did it again, you lunkhead. And now he, he morphs into uh, that landscaper <laughs> that they, used, they took the photo of. <laughs> oh, no, I'm poor. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, they rush him out. And freed, up, freed up of all charges and whatever. And then we get the titular curse, which is thinner. Right. And he just kind of bu- bumps into him in the street and gives him a nice little cheek pet. Yeah, it's like the old like cheek caress, and mm-hmm. then he's gone. Which, I mean, you know, compared to some of the spells you see cast in movies, yeah. pretty efficient. Thinner. <laughs> You're just in and out. One word. Mm-hmm. You should, know? should we mention what the other curses are while we're here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, should, absolutely. Lo- so apparently with the judge. Yeah. Lizard. <laughs> Man, what? lizard. Oh, my God. And it's like, I understand this dude's, uh, you know, idea for the thinner curse. It's an ironic twist. Yeah, yeah. here's a morbidly obese man. Thinner. What a... What, Lizard. I mean, what? <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? Was he wearing like you know alligator shoes or what's going? What? What's? What's the? What's the I genus don't know. He's that? just naming a- animals because the cop gets one too. I forget what exactly it is. They never say what the word is. I'll he tell just, you what it is. Well, I figured it out. Oh yeah, elephant. Because <laughs> he turns into like John Merrick of the Elephant Man. Yeah. yeah, half of his body he's got like elephantitis of the arm, but like his head is just like. Looking like a bunch of popped zits. I don't know what's and going on. And he's got on. like he's got a Twilight Zone upper lip too. Maybe that's what he says. Oh, oh he's turning into the pig man. Sterling. <laughs> man, if you turned into Rod Sterling, what it would be is like that dude like shrinks two feet and smokes six packs of cigarettes a day. Yeah, and you die of lung cancer right? <laughs> at fifty, whatever. Dude, he lived. Rod Sterling lived fast and died hard. <laughs> yeah, sure did. Um. So yeah, cut to a couple days later. You know he's losing weight and he's like eating like a freaking pig. Like this is when he really starts doing it. Like yeah, the the the, the acting is just like shoving stuff in his mouth. It's disgusting. It is. <laughs> and you know, listen. Here's the thing. This movie is kind of like barely a movie because yeah. a lot of it is just scenes like this where he's like he doesn't know what's going on, so he's just eating and eating, and it's basically like. 
a 45-minute montage of him losing weight but constantly eating. And yeah. it's like it's like he says dumb as Homer Simpson. And he doesn't get that something's up for so long because he's just like, I don't know, Marge. I just keep eating and eating and eating and I've lost 40 pounds. He's losing up to like four pounds a day. Yeah. Problem. Yeah, I mean, if that's a problem if you lose probably four pounds in a week. That's a little too fast. <laughs> There's a great moment. It's just like, it's not acknowledged, but it's an awesome piece of production design in this movie. Where he like walks into the kitchen, and there's the wife on the old 1996 laptop. And she's like, you know, what do you weigh now? And he's like, oh, 250-whatever. So she's doing all the calculations. Did you guys notice on like the kitchen counter... There are seven different bags of potato yes. chips. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. just chips, 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 man. Exactly. And it's not just Doritos. You've got potato chips in there. Regular Lay's. I didn't see any pretzels. It's no. just chips. You Tortilla ha- and potato. you got to be a lawyer to afford th- this, this <laughs> amount of chips. This is an absurd <laughs> amount of chips. And it's pre-Costco, so it's not even like that box with all the little bags of chips in it. It's like yeah. just a bunch of bags of chips. It's really weird. Um, my favorite part of this whole sequence is he goes to the club, right? He goes to play golf with his oh, buddies. Yeah. And apparently this guy, like this other guy, like maybe he's a rival lawyer or something, is really giving him a ribbing about that old lady he killed a couple of days ago. You yep. know what I mean? Like we're just, you know what? We're a bunch of powerful white guys on the golf course laughing about vehicular manslaughter. And he's like, hey, hey, Tom, kiss my fat ass. And it's like, well, no, you aren't you like a little fucking pissed about this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if you... Claim no whatever, no fault. Right. You've got to be like, you know what, man? A lady died. Exactly. Yeah. And that's and that's what's annoying. And it's like... On my car or it, under it. <laughs> it makes you hate this character's guts because like right after it happens, he's like seemingly really concerned. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, all right. Yeah, naturally. You're bummed out. You killed this person. But the reality is he's really just nervous about how much heat's getting on him. Because once he's cleared, yeah, we're just making jokes about kiss my fat rump, and he's, like, slapping his ass on the golf course. And it's like, oh, the protagonist of this movie doesn't care that he murdered a woman while he was getting roadhead. He's just concerned about getting off. He got off, so now everything's a big fucking joke. Wait, Our hold, hero, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on a second. When he, when he crashed that car, did he get off? <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? what was the finishing situation? You know what I'm no, no, I need Steve, to know that. If that's if that, you know what I'm saying, right? I, I, I do understand what you're saying. <laughs> okay, I caught it. I think it's a thing where if you murder someone with your car, yeah, you're gonna instantly lose that erection. <laughs> yeah, I think or, I would hope well, so. Or conversely, you'll you know maybe that's the thrill you needed in your marriage. What is this a David Cronenberg movie now? <laughs> I could, you know what? I'd be totally fine if it went that way. So would I, because then there would be a movie here. <laughs> Um, maybe that's his new fetish is like he's having sex with his wife and she has to like at some point she can't tell him when is put up an old lady puppet and put it in his face and he goes oh and that's it that's the way honey that's not enough we're gonna actually have to kill someone tonight <laughs> let's go to the old folks home see who's got dementia dude speaking of uh, things that are gross um, this movie yeah well after <laughs> after all the golfing that's going on all these dudes head back to the showers yeah and so here is this actor, Robert John Burke, in this fat suit. And it's now, it's a shirtless fat suit. It's a wet fat suit, Yeah, too. it's, oh man, it's so gross. And it just reminded me of Fat Bastard. Yes. And how much I fucking hate that goddamn Austin Powers movie. Sure. But that's, he's just like, he's kind of, it's weird. I think it was a thing where they were like, now Robert, this thing's going to be getting wet. And you can't really <laughs> touch it when it gets wet. And he was like, but I'm supposed to be showering. How is it going to realistically look like I'm showering? And the director was like, 
Well, you could just kind of gently rub your nipples a little bit. Because that's all he's doing. Yeah. He's like showering and he's like, uh, I've kind of started losing weight. Rubbing my man boobs. Meanwhile, this elderly judge is really giving himself a thorough showering. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, man. Well, he started turning into a reptile. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I wish. But this is like taking a shower with your boss, man. There's a lot of dicks out. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, absolutely. I don't think that's. What is this? The Middle Ages? <laughs> also, do you need to shower after golf? It's not. It's not football. <laughs> One of the biggest laughs in this movie is when he said that he, he golfs for exercise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, you know you're, what? You're driving around in a little cart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's driving that golf cart for sure. Surprised he didn't hit anyone. <laughs> does he have the cart Doritos, do you think? What's the deal? I think What's he does. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's where he gets the sweet chili. He's got those with the golf cart. It's a golf I, cart only situation. I was honestly surprised he wasn't eating on the golf course. I really was. Yeah. Because you got that cart, you can fit a cooler on there, a big old picnic basket, <laughs> right on the back of it next to your club bag. You get a couple club sandwiches going. <laughs> I'm getting hungry right now. I'm so hungry talking about all this food. Um, I'm, I, you guys are getting hungrier. I'm getting more Romani. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's turning into a lizard, right? Which is like, here's my problem. Like, Let's really do it. Let's really like. Yep. Maybe he's gonna get a slithery tongue. Maybe he's gonna get a tail. Like it's just psoriasis, like really bad. Exactly. That's the only peak of it that we get outside of a dream sequence, yes. which we'll get to, which is the cheapest thing ever in this movie. Yeah. But yeah, he calls on one of his doctor buddies, and he's like, "Could you come take a look at this while I'm nude in the shower?" And the guy's like, "Well, yeah, sure. I'll go over and look at you in the shower." Small town and. <laughs> Small you know, shower. And he's just like got like a little patch of lizard on his <laughs> tummy. And the guy's just like, oh, your eczema's flaring up again. I was like, look closer. That's clearly reptile scales. <laughs> like it's not red like eczema is. It's just green lizard skin. It's disgusting. I just wrote my own little Richard Bachman story. Small town shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is, you know what? You want to scare the bejesus out of me. Throw me naked in a small town shower. <laughs> <laughs> right i you know i would think uh, i'm in some type of jigsaw situation <laughs> <laughs> so at one point the like his doctor buddy like they're getting concerned because they're like all right you don't have cancer you don't have a tapeworm we yeah. don't know why you're losing weight we're gonna send you to this clinic the glassman clinic <laughs> and so he goes there and these people are like all too excited to have him at this clinic and like run all these experiments on him and whatnot it comes to nothing. Nope. He leaves like instantly. They're like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to get takeout. It's like, <laughs> well, no, he's okay. Just, he's very clearly like, no, it's, you're not going to solve my curse. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At this, I mean, yeah, by this point in the movie, he's sort of deduced like, I think that dude cursed me. Uh, nobody believes him. The other thing, by the way, that we have to mention now, because the seed is planted sort of early on in this movie he totally starts to despise his wife yes. because he blames the wife giving the blowjob as the cause of this whole thing. Yes. Uh, and so he's like, yeah, I got this fucking thinner curse on me and that bitch doesn't have anything. See, I think we all assume it's because of the roadhead situation, but maybe it's because, goddamn bitch, I... She would have let me stay there and have some of that dessert cart. <laughs> oh, he's mad about the cake? I think he's mad about the cake. <laughs> he's, 
The cake that got away? The cake that got away. The Someone cake. else ate that whole fucking cake, Lorraine. <laughs> no, I had to kill that woman. I could have killed that cake. If you let me stay and eat that fucking cake, she would have crossed the street way before we got there. Yeah. Also, the other thing is the most misogynistic line of the movie is she's like, there aren't any gypsy curses, Tom. And she runs out of the room and like, well, was I just giving myself a blowjob then? And it's like, dude. Wow. I'd love to see that, <laughs> fat so. Also, you know, these lawyers should be more aware that the, these people coming through their town possess supernatural powers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got to get a st- permit if you possess supernatural powers. At the start of the movie, there's that whole, like, um, hey, uh, Billy, why don't you go give that lady down there a quarter to oh. show her butt or no, oh, show yeah. her to lift up her skirt. This is outrageous. And she, like, kind of hears it. That's the thing is, like, I don't know because later in the movie she gets very easily duped. And it's like, (laughs) that's true. The first part of the movie. Really easily duped. You're supposed to believe that she's a mind reader, right? Because there's. It's. 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 She's kind of an X Man. Yeah, Billy and the boss are staring out the window at the law firm, and they've set up shop, and they're, like, you know, doing shows and magic tricks and whatever, and Carrie Wurr's out there just, you know, being a 1996 Carrie Wurr, you know, and the guy's like, man, like a piece of that, blah, 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 and then, like, the movie definitely tells you that she can hear them because she turns around and pulls her skirt up and, you know, is just like teasing She even them. shows them a quarter later and then flips Billy off. Yeah. So, so it's like. full aware what happened. Yeah. So keep in mind, she supposedly has like telepathy or yes. like super hearing or whatever it is. Billy's like, oh, yeah, I want a piece of that, too. And then <laughs> cut to a cake. So then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. mm. He mm. goes to uh, Mr. Kruger's house at one point because he's like. He goes to the judge's house. The judge is at the Mayo Clinic. Yes. You know, blah blah blah. Right. So like the rumor throughout town is that the judge has like skin cancer. Right. Or, right. Yeah. And he goes there, and he's like, he he's like, let me see your husband to this old lady, this oh. old Olympia Dukakis looking lady. Oh, she does look like Olympia Dukakis. Good call. And she's like drinking martinis. Like he's a lizard, you idiot. <laughs> They turned him into a lizard. It's like evolution in reverse. <laughs> like what? what? the fuck are what? you talking what? about? What Mario Brothers movie are you watching, lady? <laughs> Dude, do you think this takes place in the Mario Brothers movie timeline? Yes. We came 100%. from lizards. This fucking idiot, drunk old lady. I would love to see Bowser springing this dude from the clinic. <laughs> Us lizards got to stick together. And they got to drive to New York to get to that portal yes. to Koopa Town. Koopaville, whatever it is. Koopa yeah. City. Uh, Dennis Hopper could have came in this movie. I'd be okay with it. Um, I would love it. Could this movie have afforded a 1996 Dennis no, Hopper? No. I say yes. Bro. <laughs> you know why? 1996, I believe, is also the year of space truckers. Oh. Yeah, the hard patch. Yeah. yeah. Hard Ooh. patch for Dennis Hopper. Mid nineties, R.I.P. Yeah, ouch. So oh, he, yeah. Waterworld, yeah. right after. This. Oh, wow, jeez, oh, yeah, yeah, hard patch indeed. He would have done this movie. So she spits out a bunch of hate speech against the Romani. And oh yeah, I was like, "Where's your fucking hood?" It's just like it's really out there. And so, he's like, "Fine, see you later." Bitch, and it's just, just calling everybody bitch in this movie. He's like an, a forty-five-year-old Jesse Pinkman. Just, it's too much, and so yeah. So then he goes to Mister Kruger's house, and he's like, "All right, so I'm losing a bunch of weight. The judge is a lizard. <laughs> What's going on with you?" And he's like, "All right, come in, but you're not gonna like it." Kind of a thing, 
And he goes in, and, you know, like we said, he's got, like, pseudo-elephantitis, whatever's happening to him. I, you know, I think that this is a, a poor... You know, it's too close to the lizard for me. I, Absolutely. It's know, another skin condition. What would you like? Maybe he gets too tall. <laughs> he's getting taller and taller. Until his Ta- limbs fall apart. Taller. <laughs> yeah. Really? I don't know. Maybe his teeth start growing in weird. That they... left shrimp. <laughs> yes. Wisdom teeth. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That is a curse. Let me tell you, as someone who felt his wisdom teeth partially growing in, oh, yeah. that's a horrible pain. What about a diarrhea? Oh, man. Like, oh. Constant diarrhea. Sure. Yeah. You know? Oh, like... You just get so dehydrated, you just die because you're just shitting everything. <laughs> yeah. Sure. That's a better one. Yeah. Or like uh, amphibious animal of some kind. Yeah. Yep. yep. Why not? Toad. <laughs> yeah. Or you go become, back to Mario Brothers. Or, you, you know, uh, Harriet. And you turn into those fucking wolf, wolf people from South America. Oh, oh yeah. There's wolf people in South America? Yeah. They're, they're always on the TV shows. Those, those brothers or whatever, they're on... Uh, what are those fake magazines you read? Uh, National Geographic. <laughs> no, that's a legitimate <laughs> uh, publication. Uh, uh, Weekly oh, World you, News and all yeah, that. Yeah, one of those things. Uh, National Enquirer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bat Boy, Wolf Twins. Yeah. That shit. Ah, Bat Boy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's, <laughs> oh, that's it. Young Bruce Wayne, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then a uh, little photojournalist took one too many pictures. Spider. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's let's round out the animal kingdom here. Just don't give him like zits or whatever. Kangaroo. <laughs> oh man, he's got a weird pouch. Dude, he turns into Kangaroo Jack. He's just a wise talking CGI kangaroo. That you now you got it. Yeah, <laughs> Sh- shared universe. Oh no, I think I figured it out. This is exactly what happened to the night breed. They went past a Romani <laughs> caravan, and they got a really creative Romani on their hands. He cursed oh, yeah. the fucking lot of them. Let me let me throw this around the room real quick. Am I the only one in this room that likes that movie? Yes, uh, to, Nightbreed. Yeah, yeah, Clive Barker's I, Nightbreed. I generally when a when a movie says Clive Barker on it, <laughs> I, I avoid it. I actually I think I don't think I've seen it. It stars the dude from Baby Cakes and Hellraiser, whatever sequel. Craig Schaefer. Craig yeah. Schaefer, yeah. Hmm. Uh, all right, so watch it. You'd be the deciding vote on We Hate Movies. <laughs> so so the thing, and this kind of gets awkward, not for nothing, because yeah. he's like, so Mister Kruger pulls out a gun and he's like, you gotta go. Kill this old man, blah blah blah. And the guy's like, "I'm not not call him an old man." I'll tell you that much. Sure doesn't. And he's like, <laughs> "You know, uh, I'm not going to do that. You know, you keep your gun, Mister Kruger. I'm going to go and I'm going to tell this dude to reverse the curse, and that's the end of it. I'm not murdering anybody." And he's mm-hmm. like, "Well, fine." Closes the door, and this dude just commits suicide. Yeah. And it's just like, remember that time Mister Kruger failed at committing suicide? Yep. Yikes! He passed away actually pretty recently. Complications uh, from diabetes. Yep. Oh really? He yeah. Also, yeah. Oh jeez. All right. Yeah. He's a great. He's he's a great actor. He's great in uh, No Country for uh, no, um. Oh brother, where art thou? Thank you. He's yeah, in No Brother. He, he was great on Malcolm in the Middle. One of my favorite cinematic devils. We were talking about Al Pacino not long ago, and he uh-huh. basically plays the devil in Oh, oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's him. The sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. It's a great role. That's a movie I need to revisit. The New York Film Festival was doing like the fifteenth anniversary of that, and I just looked at it and I was like. Oh, that came out 15 years ago? I'll be over here hanging myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so anyway, so that character's out of the picture. The judge is gone, so, like, poor Billy is left all on his own to solve this curse. Now I'm thinking, you know, it's 1918. There's a Romani in Boston. Maybe maybe a baseball hits his head, and he's like, oh, no, it sucks. <laughs> no. Here it comes. 
Here comes the curse. <laughs> oh wow, there's definitely a couple around Illinois then. <laughs> yes, yeah, so yeah, Cubs. <laughs> and they, they they don't forget easy. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Around this time in the movie is one of my favorite moments because it's just the silliest shit. And it's one of those things where it's like you're watching this movie and moments like this happen. And I'm like, do these filmmakers and Richard Bachman and slash Stephen King included want me to take this movie seriously? I'm not sure. That's a great question. I because don't he, is, he is back home at the end of his rope talking to this daughter. I think the daughter's there. Yeah. It might be the wife. I think it's the daughter. And he's just eating a whole chicken. Yes. Oh, and yes. she's like pressuring him with questions. He's eating a rotisserie chicken like it's an apple. <laughs> and he gets pissed off at whoever he's talking to and hucks this chicken across the room. Yeah. Oh, man. Throwing a mostly eaten chicken carcass. <laughs> Bravo movie. I was laughing my tits off and I don't know if you wanted me to. I mean, he looks like he's having the best time at medieval times. You know what I mean? The guy yeah. that enjoys it a little too much. Right, yeah. Go, I, I, go Green Knight. <laughs> go Green Knight, absolutely. Reminds me of the time we went to medieval times for Chris Cabin's 30th birthday. Yeah. And I got inappropriately drunk for a family establishment. That, that, that will happen. We kind of all they almost did. They were kind of asking for it. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you served me a... A metal pitcher or something. Well, here's what's going wrong. And and here it's you know what you're right, Eric. It was their fault, and I'll yeah. tell you why. Yeah. Because what they do for anyone who hasn't been to a medieval times is you get set up with like by color which team you're going to be on, right? So it's like the blue team, the you know, and they're all knights. So it's like the red knight, the blue knight. I think we were green knight. We were green knight, and green knight was the villain, and we were already drunk because they're serving you like fucking five dollar daiquiris while they just put you in this like holding pen for an hour before you can go into this horse barn where they're going to do this show for you, right? So we're all ripped, and the guy comes out, and he's doing hear ye, hear ye, whatever, and he's like, this is the green team. And we all go, brah! And he goes, looks like the green team's been getting into the ale. And I was like, fuck you, pal. You have no idea what shitstorm you just brought upon yourself. We got called out by the king. We did. <laughs> And then, yeah. We took a photo with him, too. It was oh, we pretty great. It was awesome. And, yeah, wow, we were all just rip-roaring drunk. It was great. The weird thing about this part is <laughs> he's actually eating for a purpose now. Because now, oh, right. Yeah. Now he's trying to stay alive because he's like, I skipped. And she's like, you've been losing six pounds a day. He's like, no, yesterday I lost 12 because I skipped lunch. Right. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, this guy... This is kind of a best case scenario for me, man. Like I am going, to, I'm going to McDonald's and I'm doing it all, man. Oh yeah, this and and see and yeah, I thought the same thing as you. <laughs> you thought kind of a Mc, paradise. You guys thought about McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking more Taco Bell, but it's the Ooh. same. It's the same theory, which is my God, what a paradise! <laughs> I have to keep eating like this, and if I just overeat, I'll sort of maintain yes. and balance out. Yeah. Well, otherwise I'm just going to be wasting away. So bring on the buckets of chicken, and also why bring on the chili cheese burritos. He's never drinking beer in this movie. Those are that's a lot of good that's, empty calories. You're totally yeah, right. right. Where's that's, the alcoholism? That's where I get mine. Yeah, but <laughs> here's. The, by the way, side note: you're you're talking about going to Taco Bell all the time. Made uh -huh. me think of your diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah but you're right. The Glassman Clinic says that this dude is eating twelve thousand calories a day, which is a lot. Yeah. That's about ten thousand more than you're supposed to have. At least yeah. ten thousand more. Yeah, and. I'm just thinking, even with all the Taco Bell and beer in the world, you're not going to be able to sustain this. 
I get. Yeah, I mean, well, he's he isn't able to. They're because... playing for keeps. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the best kind of curse. One that you originally think is like a blessing, oh, right, and then yeah. you realize you're getting fucked over by it. It's very smart, this old man. Which is again weird because like he also kind of gets off. The best out of everybody. This guy turns into a fucking reptile monster. Yep. The other guy turns into, I don't know, like um, somebody who's put in the microwave or something. <laughs> microwave. <laughs> looks, like, looks like he got bit by a bunch of bees. He does. Maybe he was. a phrase. <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely possible. He went, a bee stings. Around this point, yeah. he does. He calls Joe Montaigne. Because my life is in danger. Better call my best friend who's in the but mafia. Absolutely. That's why you do those things. He does two. There's a later call where he really brings him into this scenario. Yeah, right. But the <laughs> oh, yeah, first is call is just like, hey, Janelli. Um, <laughs> oh, excuse me. <clears throat> oh, by the way, uh, do you believe in uh, gypsy curses? <laughs> oh, yeah. And this is where Mama Scorsese comes back in because he's basically like, well, he goes, no, no, I don't believe in gypsy curses. But he's like, but I believe anything my mother tells me. Mama, by the way. Oh, of course. It's a mama. Mama. So like there she is, of course, preparing a meal because Uh we're just Italianing it up in this movie. Yep. And so he's like, mama. And then like, you know, we get some Joe Mantegna broken Italian. And he's basically like asking about the curses. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's some real shit. Your friend's (laughs) fucked. Yeah. You know, and he's like, yeah, mama says it's a real deal. Talk to you later. So he has to go on the road. He's like, all right, the only the only way he learned somehow that the only way to get a a curse off of you is you have to get it from that exact uh, Romani person to put it on you. I don't think he learns that, Steve. I think it's just a gross assumption. (laughs) It's just a little bit of movie magic. there. It's either that or possibly it's uh, Mama Montaigne says something about that in the translation. To be fair, Wikipedia wasn't around yet. Oh, no. Wait, that's exactly what it is, because I remember thinking at the time, how weird is she? Is it that she's giving all this information because she says this long thing in Italian and then Joe Mantegna translates it all and he's just like, yeah, curses are real, this, that, and the other thing. The history of it is this. And by the way, the only way to reverse it is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he just asked you (laughs) if you believe in them. But he responds as if he gave the whole story and like, how do I cure it? Well, the, the lady knows. She, somebody calls you in the middle of the night and says, hey, do you believe in Romani yeah. curses? Yeah. You're like, okay. Yeah. The only way that that's going to yeah. happen is... You're totally right. And she, and to be fair, she's an elderly Italian woman. She's getting asked this question four times a month. <laughs> At least. <laughs> that, so, yeah, that who's taking the evil eye on or off of someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. That evil eye, you got you to be aware of that one. You know, I got God forbid a, you get that evil eye. I got a lot of them. Yeah. So... Around this point is where he has this dream sequence. And it's just ridiculous. It's like... The, it's a fake-out dream sequence, which is it always is the worst. Because it's like 10 minutes long. It, it's, it's just padding out the runtime because this movie oh, big is, time. is a Tales from the Crypt just stretched out for 90 minutes. You're absolutely right. and it, Yeah, so it's like we're barely trying to get to that 93-minute mark. Mm-hmm. And it's like the judge pulls up in a getaway car and he's full-on lizard. Yes. And it's like, let's get out of here, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they like crash and blow up. But again, he's more of an Ash person. Why can't he look like one of the guys from Land of the Lost? You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. Get him in a tunic, too? Maybe just like make him look like Theodore Rex. <laughs> yes. Remember that oh my Whoopi God, Goldberg it. movie? Dude, if a talking dinosaur pulled up in this dream <laughs> sequence. Billy! 
get in here. Oh, watch the tail. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's definitely cracking wise without a doubt. And the only the way you do that, Eric, is is a little bit of movie. You know, a little bit of movie language is like you give the judge a really noticeable pe- pair of glasses, right? Yep. Oh, and yeah. Then yeah. Guess who's wearing that, those glasses? Theodore Rex is wearing those glasses. Exactly. Yeah. Now right. I know the judge is yep. Theodore Rex. Your brain is able to understand his transition. <laughs> but this is like in the start of this, you think that you know because it's a fake out. You think it's real. They go to that carnival and it's just oh, like yes. they're antagonizing him. They yeah, they go and like bully this old man basically, yeah. and then like you know the HSO and they they wind up crashing the car and dying, and he wakes up. Well, the old man keeps crashing into him in different cars. Oh yeah, because of the magic. <laughs> he's in a dump truck, and then it's like, <laughs> and then whoosh, he's in a school bus, <laughs> and they're both coming at you. It's, it's like a, a Freddy Krueger nightmare. He's in a tank. He's got a little helmet on. <laughs> 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 and yeah, they just get like he's T-boned. in a megazord. He just crushes him. <laughs> For some reason, there's a submarine driving on land. <laughs> See, that's they didn't want to get it too zany because they want to fool the audience, yeah. right? So he wakes up and he calls the judge, and the wife says that the judge has driven his car into a bunch of gas cans. That's one way to do it. Yeah, and so uh, apparently these gas cans exploded or whatever, and he burned to death in his car. And his own wife is like, eh, it's all right. It's the best outcome. He always <laughs> wanted to be cremated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, because she's supposed to be like this cold, heartless, alcoholic, rich person, sure. right? Yeah. So she's just like, even in death, she's making sarcastic, yeah. bitter comments. It's a real Whit Stillman situation. <laughs> <laughs> and... So B- Billy's like trying to find this 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 merry band out there. Well, also, yeah. Subplot is his wife's probably cheating on him, right? Oh yes, with yes. the doctor. Oh, sure, which is why also, not, Doctor Mikey? Very Tales from the Crypt EC Comics, by yes. the way. But it's bullshit because it's it's not it's not in the Bachman book. I just read that on the Wikipedia. It's, uh-huh. it's, not, it's notably not there. So it's like this movie making vilifying this wife character even further, like. Why not have her be like the beacon of like, oh, you know, all she did is give this guy a blowjob, and he, made, he right. took it way out of proportion. Yeah. But then it's like, no, she's sucking Dr. Mikey's dick now, man. Oh. <laughs> she should be the hero. She yes. should like turn the tables and kill everyone. Because <laughs> everyone in this movie is terrible. Yeah. There's nobody to like here. Exactly. Even See, that daughter's fucking shitty, man. Yes, she's yeah. got a shitty look. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like that look in her eye. So, and... <laughs> He, one, of, he, one of my favorite scenes please. is he's trying to track down yeah. uh, the old man to get the curse lifted. He sort of has like the tour list of where this carnival's stopping off. Right. They always end at the same town in Maine, by yeah, the way. And he ends up at like a shady dude's like, it looks like a pawn shop or something. Uh-huh. I guess he might be a private investigator or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And he's, he's trying to track him down. And the guy like gives him an insane price quote. It's like... Uh, it's like I need like eight hundred dollars <laughs> for info. For info, and and, and he was like, actually, it's only three hundred for the information. It's five hundred, so I don't tell your wife and the police this. And he pulls out a legitimate old West wanted <laughs> photo. Oh yeah, about how he's missing. That goes nowhere. Yes. It's like a five thousand dollar reward for a missing fat guy. <laughs> 
And he's been, now he's skinny at this point, Eric. Right. But the yeah. pictures of him being obese, and it's he's been gone for like 48 hours. You're not getting posters printed and disseminated in 48 hours. I'm sorry. I don't even think it works like that anymore. <laughs> even in the 90s. Yeah, was he wanted dead or alive? What is that fucking poster? <laughs> Black Bart is yeah. <laughs> bounty hunters coming after him. The oh, man, man with no name. Is this the drunk guy too? Because there's that guy that I think he meets in a diner. This guy kind of looks like Grandpa Munster. I no, guess. yeah, it's not him. No, it's this other thing where he's just like, he goes to this other dude and he's like, you used to work for this fella. And he's like, yeah, I remember that name. He just, you just missed him. They blew through town a little while ago. Oh, and yeah, he goes, that guy that's terrified of them. Yeah, and he's like, he told me that I was going to see my wife soon. Mister, my wife's been dead for five years. And I'm like, in a better movie, this is a moment of terror. <laughs> yes. But I'm just laughing at this alcoholic who's going to be dead soon. <laughs> Because this movie is silly as shit. It'd be great if there was a scene with all these bounty hunters with the Romani clan, and it's, yeah. it's Boba Fett, it's IG-88. <laughs> Bosks in Bosks there. Bosks in there. Bo- you know, mate, Bosks' uniform in Star Wars is of an A-wing pilot, that uh, yellow rebel uniform. Yeah. Maybe he was a regular rebel until this Romani <laughs> went, Lizzie. Yeah, it's entirely possible. It's the origin. That's the origin of Bosk. It's canon printed. Yeah. And, you know, Boba Fett's like, he's no good to me dead. Or in the newer ones, he's no good to me dead. He's not. I yeah. made a crikey. <laughs> this is how I always talk. They didn't have the technology to make me sound like crikey. <laughs> I couldn't be from down under yet. So is I this... know he's New Zealander, yeah, but sure. I just hate that change, man. I hate it. So does everyone. You'd be surprised. Except for George Lucas. Do you lose weight when you're in carbonite? No, you just lose your eyesight, right? That's, that, that, that's yeah, how that works. Yeah, I think, I think you're, you maintain homeostasis enough to keep you alive, and I think it... Gets a good weight balance. I don't think you lose <laughs> weight. Right, that, maybe that's what that's what that's just that should be this guy's last thing. Is like put me in carbonite. Yes, <laughs> until they figure until that gypsy dies. Put, put me, me in, in carbonite. <laughs> don't let the empire take me though. I don't know. Put me in Lobot's closet. <laughs> well, I mean, what's Lobot doing? He can check up on me, right? Come on, come on, Calrissian. You owe me for all the Doritas I got you on Cloud City. <laughs> If it's one thing you know about Cloud City is that Dorita chips are outlawed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Calrissian had had all these Bloomberg-esque laws. (laughs) That soda's way too big. (laughs) I don't want a bunch of fat people in my Cloud City. It's going to weigh it down. Chewbacca, you're going to have to settle for a small. (laughs) Oh, he hated soda, that old mare. (laughs) He sure did. Man, so around this time is when he hires uh, Joe Mantegna to go on the road with him, <coughs> or whatever's happening. He he goes to the, he finds them or whatever, and yeah, the campsite. Like, he finds the campsite. He begs and pleads, and they're like, "No, man, you killed our, my 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 wife. You're a dick. Never gonna happen, right?" He's like, "Well, then you're gonna get cursed. The curse from the white man from town." And he like cuts his hand open and like bleeds all over them. He's like, that's right, I got curses too. And everyone laughs at him. And then he calls the mafia, which he should have done 91 minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Someone's also, fucking with me and I got the mafia on my back. That's who I'm calling. Dude, you immediately play that mafia card. Absolutely. You bump into me wrong on the subway. I'm calling the mafia. Yes. <laughs> that's an option. I'm going to fucking call the mafia on you. 
So I'll, I'll do it. Is this also the scene though where Carrie Werher hits him in the hand with a sl- her yes. slingshot that she's got, yeah. much like an Ewok? Yeah, it's 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 very Ewoky and, and this stupid. like rock goes through his hand. Yeah, which is pretty hilarious. And that's why he call he, he calls up the mafia for that too because he needs a mob doctor. Oh, oh, right, the mob doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so now it's just like. Joe Mantegna and him kind of just bunking in this cabin for a little bit. It becomes Joe Mantegna's movie for a bit because it's, you know, at this point, uh, Billy is so emaciated he can't do oh, much right. except, yeah. like, be sitting around being sad. And wear blankets on himself. Because they don't know how to make somebody look any skinnier than it. By the way, if Christian Bale got this script, he'd be fucking dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he, he'd try and do it. Like, well, I'll just... I'll gain a, a, a 300 pounds, and then I'll just lose it really, really fast with my yep. super diet. And then you're dead. <laughs> He'd go to the bowels of Eastern Europe and get an actual curse <laughs> on him. Well, you know, for this role, says Mario Lopez on Extra, uh, Christian Bale actually had a Romany curse put on him. <laughs> well, he was just such a dick around the Romani people. They had to curse him. They were fucking with his lights. And this is one of the most ridiculous scenes in this movie is Joe Mantegna goes to the campground and he's just like, all right, fuckers, light it up. And he just takes out this machine gun and starts murdering these people. Yes, I loved it. It's outrageous, I though. Know. He winds up killing Carrie Wurr's husband. So that, no, like, sh- he makes onset. them do yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. like this dude runs out like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? And then like he's shoots him and the dude like kind of turns around and starts running back to the campsite and then all the dudes with guns that are firing at Joe Mantegna just start blowing this dude away and I'm like how did you not know that was your brother he's dressed like dark man by the way it's it's, 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 a, it's a real dark man situation <laughs> so then it's like okay you know now it's really on you killed a bunch of our dudes by shooting up this camp you know Carrie Wurr's husband is dead and this is when she gets duped. Montana comes the next day in a peacoat. There's a bunch of FBI's like, hi, I'm uh, so-and-so FBI. Uh, you want to come with me? I'll show you where the killer is. And she's like, wow, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> she gets Where's in- your psychic powers now? Yeah, she gets in a car with this guy. He gets into her barn, and he throws... He goes, acid, bitch, and throws like, <laughs> like soda in her face. And she right. freaks out, and she's like, oh, my God. And he's like... But this is the real acid now. Why is there an acid dupe in this movie? You are so padding this shit out. Why is there acid at all? Yeah, I mean, there shouldn't be acid at all. You're right, Steve. But you know what? If you have to have acid, don't have an acid fake out. You know, conversely, I think there could be more acid. (laughs) More movies should have more acid? I think most movies should have an acid scene. Is that a a mafia thing? Did... The mafia throw acid in people's faces. I know that happened right. to Two Face. Joe, Joe Chill, yeah. <laughs> does that happen to Two Face? I'm just not sure if it, the real mafia does that. Is that a? I maybe think that's they, an old 30s I don't know. Thing. I read recently that some woman in Sunnyside had acid thrown in her face. Wow. But um, I, I don't think that was mafia related. You know what? Just take a gun and shoot me in the fucking head. How about that? Seriously. Let's leave the acid at home. Yep. Everybody. Speaking <laughs> of which, that's su- Kruger suicide. That's the way to go. Yes. He should have. Everyone should have shot themselves in the head. And maybe you should have shot the old man. Yeah, exactly. Sure. End this whole thing now. Mm-hmm. I need a line in this movie that's just, this ends tonight. <laughs> I don't get it, but the movie needs but it. But you know what you do get? A lot of. The, the white man from town. Right. So, like, the old man calls him white man from town. Yeah. And, like, he definitely leaves a note for them at one point that's basically, like, 
Fuck you, sincerely, white man from town, yeah. or whenever, whatever it is. Whenever Montaigne does, he does some escalating things. He he kills a bunch of their dogs. It's like, hey, eat some strychnine, pooch. Oh right, and he's like, he leaves a note like, white man from town says, take it off, meaning the curse. Right, which not, is not hilarious because it's just a note that says, take it off, <laughs> white man from town. Do with that what you will, person who finds that note on a paper plate. You know what I would do in this situation? Like, it, let's assume you don't have the mafia backing you, which is, right. hey, first things first, go to the mafia. If That's you're the ever Trump in any card. trouble, yeah. Mafia. Yeah, they're like, they're like the police, but better, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Bravo. Um, you go, I'm going to go to some other Romani, and I'm going to... I'm going to start fucking with him until he gives me a fat curse, and then maybe they'll leave each other out. <laughs> maybe these two curses. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you know what, Skinny? Oh, fat. Like, yep, there it is. That's what I wanted. What? You know, I didn't think there was any way out, but you found it. <laughs> I man. think so. I think that's it. And you know these Romani, there's no internet. Nobody's telling, there's no curse database saying this. Oh, no, 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 I, got, I, put a, I put a thin curse on this guy. Don't fuck with him. He's right. fine. Oh, yeah. See, that's what they needed, though, is a curse message board. <laughs> just to keep all that shit straight. <laughs> yes. Who's exactly. been cursed? A wanted photo of them. Yes. You know, <laughs> just to stay away from this guy. Feel free to put other curses on him. Don't put a fat curse on him, though, because then the two curses will have like a symbiosis and he'll just be fine. Yeah, he'll just be a regular dude. And probably in pretty, pretty good shape. Yeah, and actually, I think because the two curses would be battling each other constantly like that, yeah. he could still continue eating whatever he wants. Yeah. Well, do, is there is there like if one person's the better wizard, would that affect? <laughs> oh, would, st- uh, the the varying strengths of the curses. Right. Like, if oh you, yeah, that could be. Like if you get like. Let's say an 85-year-old Romani to put the fatter curse. Does the 107-year-old oh, he wins a bit? Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. That's the thing. It's like I think uh, we're going to have to do some field uh, research. <laughs> there's uh, a yeah. No, there's a great line in this movie to like uh, signify like where the one of the final scenes is going to be. And this is like this movie is so boring, man. This final scene is like a handoff, nothing scene. Yeah. But they're basically like, meet me at the lighthouse. Yeah. Is what this dude says. So, well, it's Maine, so there's a lighthouse, you know. So we find this lighthouse. Lighthouse every five blocks. <laughs> Which <laughs> lighthouse yeah. do you mean? Give me a little more specific. <laughs> and so Robert John Burke is just like sitting on this bench. Mantegna drops him off, like, if you need me, I'll be way back here, not helping out at all. And this old man comes. And the dude comes and he sits down and he's like, listen, you fucking killed my daughter in a hit and run, man. I'm not taking this curse off. But your stupid mafia friend just went and shot up my camp. So I'm not bowing to you. I just don't want my family fucked with anymore. So here's how you take the curse off. I have this pie (laughs) that I'm going to cut your hand open and you're going to bleed into this pie. And then whoever eats this pie gets the curse. Is it because this is a fat guy? That's why the problem all, is solved with a pie. It's all th- that's that Bachman writing. You know what I mean? You don't want it just a third act, whatever. No, no, it's got to be symbolic with the whole overall thing. It's either that or a shitty woman. They had two options: a pie or a shitty bitch. <laughs> I uh, I briefly read uh, part of the IMDb message boards for this movie. <laughs> oh, no, that's oh, fantastic! And, like just some random comment was like. I was in them shoes. I would have made that dumb old man eat that pie. <laughs> oh, just, what do you do? Sit on him and feed it to him? But you're you're so weak. How are you going to force this old man to eat? Seriously, this pie? but what the dude says is totally awesome. The old man's like, and you can serve it to whomever you want. But by the way, I strongly suggest you eat the pie because the dude says not only will you get the curse, like you'll die instantly. Yeah. Is the deal. 
So it's not just like someone else gets thinner, yeah. like someone just dies. And he's like, do us all a favor and fucking kill yourself. But this old man's got class. Yeah. So he doesn't say it the way I said it. He's like, if I were you, I'd eat the pie myself. He goes, die clean, white man from town. Die clean. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also... Die clean. Yeah, that's a great... You want to hear that. The pie is kind of like... It's a little Little Shop of Horrors pie for a bit. When the blood <laughs> oh, goes yeah. up. It's like yeah. eating the blood. Nom, 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 Which is really silly. It's great. It not, does not belong in this movie. This pulsating pie, man. Was this coming from the Henson factory? <laughs> it thing? might have been. We need one pulsating <laughs> pie. Get on it, prop department. You know, I designed Big Bird. Make that fucking breathing pie. <laughs> I'm, 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 I love blood. I'm a blood pie. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what uh, Grouch is? Wait, Grouch? Gr- what was the trash can? Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. That's yes. it. Yeah. Maybe he was sitting on a breathing pie the whole time. <laughs> we don't know. Oh, no, that's... <laughs> He ran over some lady one time. He's a nice, upstanding, you know, he's, oh, he's an account manager yeah. at an ad agency. Grouch. <laughs> a garbage can. Garbage. You're garbage. <laughs> oh, that's what happened to the trash heap on Fraggle Rock. That was a curse, too. Yep. Yeah. Marjorie, man. <laughs> trash heap. Yeah, think about the crime she committed to get that curse. <laughs> Slow-witted mammoth. Oh, no, it's not Maleficus. <laughs> <laughs> so now here's our big like EC Comics Tales from the Crypt ending. Yes, and he comes home with the pie, and he's so in- he knows exactly who to give it to because my bitch wife has been stepping out on me with Doctor Mikey. And by the way, Doctor Mikey, the impression that you're doing is accurate because what happens is as this dude loses weight. His New York accent yep. really starts coming out because mm-hmm. it's like him playing evil. Yeah. Because before he's like, oh, I'm just a jolly old fat lawyer. And it's just, it gets more and more down to the point where he's like, you're going to eat that fucking pie. Here's a fucking pie I got for you. I was on the road. I had to clear up a few things. I got rid of that case, by the way. <laughs> Here's a fucking pie. It's a present for you. I'm going to go to bed. You better eat that pie before you go to bed. I'm going to bed now. You're going to eat the fucking pie. Oh, my God. And I'm like, wow, he is really Staten Island dumping this thing. And she does. And he wakes up and she's just a dead, like, gloopy, gloppy skeleton kind of. Her face looks like the blob sneezed on her. And then he makes out with the Oh, man, throwing up everywhere in my living room last night. First of all, that pie might be still on her lips. Yes! Yes! I don't know know the extent of whatever this crazy Romani baking thing, this hungry pie. I don't know the extent of its power. I don't fiddle with Mystic Bakery, you know? (laughs) Lick me, Seymour! Exactly. I'm not, and you know what I'm doing? Even being in that bed, I'm like throwing up just anyway. Oh, yeah. But he just, he peels back that sheet, and her face is melted, and he's like, oh, look at that. You fucking did it. You ate that fucking pie. Now I'm going to lick your fucking face. And he just, like, starts sucking, man, and it is gnarly. And he's, like, licking his lips, like, yeah, that's good death. (laughs) And you're just like, what is happening? I think he calls her a bitch one more time. Probably, because why not? And he goes downstairs, and oh, my God, there's two pieces missing. Because his daughter comes and says, like, Daddy, that pie was so delicious. Talk to you later. She goes, I had some of that pie for breakfast. I'm like, what household is this? 
This child is running wild, eating pie for breakfast. This is your yeah. There's two, this is this is the uh, heavy heavy man's household that <laughs> has established the concept of breakfast pie. I put powdered sugar in my coffee. <laughs> It'd be great if the the device was a bag of Doritos at the end. Oh, it should have been a breathing bag of Doritos. <laughs> yum 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 yum. Got your favorite guy. Actually, though, then it wouldn't work because everybody in that house knows not to eat Billy's Doritos. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah, think about the the yelling they've got oh, before. <laughs> Getting yelled at for All right. <laughs> All right, family meeting. Oh, God. Who touched my bags? <laughs> I had bags of Doritos over here. Dude, and so yeah, so it's like, oh, the daughter ate the pie and she like runs out to play soccer. And then um, he's like, well, and the original ending of the book is oh, right. he, he eats a piece of pie himself and he joins his family in, in their fate. Because, you know, also, the, I guess the wife didn't cheat on him, so why did he even, whatever. Whatever. Sure. Dr. Mikey shows up and he's like, <laughs> oh, uh, hey, is uh, Heidi home? And he's like, oh, uh, she's resting right now. Why don't you join me for a piece of pie, Dr. Mikey? Yep. Hey, breakfast pie, he <laughs> says. <laughs> I was just about to dig into some breakfast pie. I'm like, Would that... you like to join me? You know what that is? A quiche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, a breakfast frittata. pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no one's saying frittata in this town. A little too <laughs> ethnic sounding. Also, if I am cheating on one of my friends, uh, Cheating on one of my friends with one of my friends' wives. Yeah, and I come home and he's like, "Oh my, uh, my wife's sleeping. Why don't you come in and have a have a celebratory piece of pie with me? I'm gonna watch you eat." Like, no, no, you know what? I, I'm cool. Thanks. This so dude's much. gonna shoot me in the head. Yeah, exactly. Or it's poison pie. I don't know what's going on. It's like, why does Billy sound so Bronxish right now? <laughs> this is weird. He sounds awfully angry. Those eyes are narrow as hell. Never ever eat the food. Of somebody that you're adultering on, just, exactly. Just in case, just yep. in case. You Good never rule know. of thumb. Good rule of thumb. Yep. And if you if he offers you a beer, like you got to pop the pop the top. <laughs> That's how that works. And the thing about it is, like the end of this is like he's about to close the door and he's like, "Yeah, come on in." White man from town. He goes a white doctor from. Oh, town. does he say white doctor? Yeah. And I'm, the the question I was left with was like. Did the old man possess him? Why does he keep saying that? I think he just liked it. He just got used to hearing it, maybe. Oh, really? So he just like it's absorbed like, yeah. another culture's slang? It's kind of his nom de plume. It's kind of like calling yourself Richard Bachman for no fucking reason. <laughs> he learned something, and it turned out to be white man from town. And here's the thing that leaves you with a real shitty taste in your mouth, though. is like, this dude's a scumbag. Yep. This, this protagonist is a piece of shit. Yeah. And he should have killed himself, like, in the story. And apparently, the, the you know, so it goes. Like, the test screenings were so abhorrent, they changed the ending and made this dumbass white doctor from town thing. I want to see this guy burn, yes. man. But I also figured out how to get away with this. Uh-huh. How to get away with murder? Yeah. Uh-huh. How to Get Rid of the Curse with a Pie. That's a new show from Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> um, give it to a hobo. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. sort of the... the, the uh, what about like, um, like a, like a, like a, 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 a stray country dog? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I, don't, I think you need, need, it needs a human soul, I think. Oh, oh yeah. the soul's involved in this? Uh, I see. Yeah. Oh, you know what? How about a pie-eating contest? <laughs> yep. <laughs> the pie-eating contest of... from Stand By Me? Yeah. <laughs> boom-ba-ba, boom-ba-ba. <laughs> Here's the move. 
you go see Charlie Manson, right? You're like, hey, Charlie, <laughs> I got something for you. It's a pie. And then you're fine. Or, or the son of Sam. There's plenty of people to give that pie to. Right. Oh, sure. The cops are going to check that for, uh, what was it, uh, files? Yeah. Fire well, they're not going to check it for curses. They can't you have, never know. Give it to Mark war- David Chapman. <laughs> there might be a <laughs> warlock on staff. Mark David Chapman's a guy who wouldn't turn down a pie. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. He'd gobble it right up. <laughs> well, then his face would turn to jelly. And you're good. You're golden. You're golden. It's over with. He's like, oh, thank you, overly skinny man. (laughs) Well, clearly that guy doesn't want the pie because he's got some sort of eating problem. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take it. And then I can finally stop hearing about John Lennon's murderer trying to get out on parole. Just do it. End it. Would anybody recommend this barely a movie movie? It's a fun 90 minutes for me. I mean, it, it's really silly. It's stupid. It's hateful. Um, <laughs> like with a capital H, man. It certainly is. But I yeah. think it's kind of a fun 90 minutes. I, I'm in total agreement, actually. I love uh-huh. how hateful it is. <laughs> and it's just dumb. And oh, by the way, a quick correction from earlier. I think Bosk might be dressed like a Y-wing pilot. So... Put down the keyboard. <laughs> thank God. I think this I said correction. A-wing. I think I said You A-wing. did, so thank God this correction's yeah. making it to air. Y-wing. I don't know. I, I would recommend another Stephen King adaptation that Tom Holland did, uh, because this is either one year before or after he directs The Langoliers, oh. which is not good, but it's more enjoyable to watch than this. I, I just feel this is like, there's nothing going on. No, there is nothing. Oh, a better uh, Romani curse movie is uh, Sam Raimi's Drag Me to Hell. That oh, is, yeah. That's, that's a rollicking good time. Yes, totally. that movie that's is That's the right awesome. way to do this movie, in case you're wondering. Like, if you want to do this movie so it's good, you do that movie. Yeah, and you know what's not in that movie? Uh, no magic pies. Yes. No magic cakes. <laughs> no cursed cupcakes. Not a haunted plate of eggs. There's kind of a haunted goat, which is pretty awesome in that movie. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, a good haunted goat, man. That's what you want. There's another one coming up in that movie, The Witch. There's a goat named Black Peter, I think it's called. He's pretty terrifying. I like that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I usually go in for the Stephen King adaptations in one way or another, but this one, just not not so much. I would rather watch Robert John Burke in RoboCop 3 than this movie. Ooh, stay tuned. Oh, most definitely. That's Thinner from 1996, directed... By Tom Holland, if you want to get a hold of us, check out our website, whmpodcast.com, or find us at sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Of course, we are at whmpodcast, and right into the mailbag, we all hate movies at gmail.com. That concludes the 2015 Halloween Spooktacular, uh, and next week we're back to some, some original programming. And you know what? Uh, uh, no clue for this. Uh, we're getting into the spirit of uh, one of the bigger movies of the holiday season. We're doing a Bond flick next week. Spectre. Spectre. Yeah. Uh, and admittedly right now, because there's so many to choose from at the time of this recording, we haven't picked which one it's going to be yet. But we're going to be doing a, a James Bond week on We Hate Movies. Jimmy oh. Bond. <laughs> Over mythologizing your past and giving out too much information to the audience. <laughs> That's a curse that nobody was asking nope. for. So until next week, when We Hate Movies celebrates James Bond on... I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Seda. Eric Siska. Take it easy. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. 